0: And you may have seen her on Dateline, 48 Hours, CNN, NBC, ABC, O'Reilly Factor, and many other shows, including her own 90-minute PBS television special, Protecting Yourself in the Information Age. To learn more about this radio show and our great guests, please visit KUCI.org slash privacypiracy. Hey, Mari, what's our show about today?
1: Well, today our show is actually about something very, very scary. It's about protecting industrial control systems from electronic threats. And we are so excited here to have a wonderful guest. I met him at a conference with the Poneman Institute. We've had Larry Poneman on our show, and I was just so impressed. We're gonna be speaking today with Joseph Weiss, who is the managing partner with Applied Control Solutions. And let me tell you a little bit about him because he has an incredible background. He is an industry expert on control systems and electronic security. Of control systems he has more than 35 years of experience in the energy industry and he has spent more than 14 years at the electronic at the Electric Power Research Institute where he held a variety he led a variety of programs including the nuclear plant instrumentation and diagnosis program and so many more but I want to tell you know we have a lot about him on the uh, website at KUCI.org slash privacy piracy but he has also provided oral and written testimony to three House subcommittees, one Senate committee, and a formal statement for the record to another House committee. He's also responded to numerous GAO requests, that's the Government Accountability Office, and he has responded to them on cybersecurity and smart grid issues. And many of you are probably a little bit familiar with the smart grid because. Your smart meter was put on your house uh, by your electric company. I know San Diego Gas and Electric wanted to put one on my house, which I wouldn't let them, and you'll hear one of the reasons why. Um, he has published over 60 papers on instrument, t- instrumentation controls and diagnostics, including a chapter on cybersecurity for electric power su- substations engineering and what's really important is I have this wonderful book in my hand which he wrote it's called protecting industrial control systems from electronic threats by Joseph Weiss and this to me is one of the biggest threats that we have Uh, Joseph Weiss has two patents on instrumentation and control systems he is a registered professional engineer in the state of California and a certified information security manager you can find out even more about him at com, And I just don't want to spend any more time. I want to get a hold of him right now. We are so thrilled that you're joining us. Thank you so much, Joe, for joining us from Cupertino,
0: California. Great. Thank you very much for asking.
1: So let's get into this. You know, when I heard you speak at the Poneman Institute, I uh, there was a lot that I didn't understand because you're you're such a brilliant engineer but there was enough that scared me that I wanted to get you on this show. So, let's talk first real simple for those of us who are not engineers. What is control
0: system cybersecurity? All right. Let's what we're going to do is start first by explaining what is a control system because I think most people really don't understand what we're talking about. Okay. Sounds good to me. These are the systems that are in power plants, substations, refineries, pipelines, manufacturing companies. They're composed of two pieces. One are the displays that everybody sees with somebody sitting in front of a bank of computers. And that part is like what you normally deal with. Those are computers with keyboards generally running Microsoft, and people are pretty familiar with that. Right. But the part that I'm most in- interested in are these funny systems that measure things like pressure or temperature or flow or analyze, you know, chemical constituents and make a, a, a pump uh You know, uh, make a motor run faster, run slower, you know, drive a pump, um, open or close a breaker. Those are the types of things that we're really talking about. And those are the things that don't at all even look like computers. Mm. And that's what we're really talking about. And it's not anything you'd see unless you actually went into some type of facility. And then when you would look at it, you wouldn't recognize it as being a computer. And I I had one other uh, question that kind of went to this. I had somebody earlier today ask me something about, you know, are people really using computers in these processes? And the answer is, you know, from, from a small machine shop, two or three person machine shop, all the way up to you know, uh, an auto assembly plant or a water treatment plant, you need to use computers because you just can't do it by hand anymore. Right. The question is really a second question is, are the computers networked and are they remotely accessible? Yes. That's the questions we're trying to answer, not are computers used because it's a given that they're used.
1: Right. So when we think about, you know, our water supply, our electric supply, all of the infrastructure, right? You're talking about computers,
0: right? That is how you not only control, but you also monitor, you maintain, and it's how you will essentially optimize the process. And that's why people use this is because you can do that and you can't afford not to have this productivity and also one other point why do for example utilities and large manufacturers use it this is the only way they can meet things like environmental regulations right right so what about the security
1: we're you know of these various systems since everything is on computer are, you know, are they looking at cybersecurity in the same way that IT people do, like when they're talking about databases in a
0: bank? This is, I've, I've written a number of blogs on this subject and in the book, etc. but I'd like to try to give a double negative explanation, and that is these systems are designed to be very, very, very reliable. They're designed to be safe. The purpose for these systems are to be able to keep on running for years and years and years. These things will be in for 8 to 10 or 15 years, maybe 20 years. What they were never designed to be, this is what we're running into. They were never designed to be secure. Oh, gosh. So what's happening is we've got this funny Catch-22 You will not find a bank or anything else where you've got a system that's been running, you know, effectively at 99.9-something percent reliability for 10 years. Right, right. That's what these systems do. But what these systems don't do is they don't do it securely because they were never designed to be secure. And so what's ironic is that people are upset about the security of these systems because they can't do what they were never designed to do, to not do. They were not designed to do this.
1: Okay, so so like you have in your book, they were designed to be exactly the opposite, to provide access to those who needed it when
0: they needed it, right? Absolutely, because what's happening is, what was important when these systems were designed and 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 not just 10 15 years ago but to this day you want to be able to remotely maintain them you've got substations or plants or whatever in the middle of nowhere right you can't afford to have experts sitting at every
1: one of them right cuz again if you if you're listening to this we're talking about utilities we're talking about water we're talking about electric. We're talking about gas. What else are we talking
0: about? We're talking about refineries, yes, chemical plants, manufacturing, uh, mining, right? Um, gas pipelines, um, transportation. Right. I mean, we're talking about trains. Right, trains and planes and everything. all of these. All of and, these. And, and by the way, all of them. Everything we've talked about has already, every one of these industries already has had cyber incidents affect them. Yes. And now, I mean, from
1: my perspective, after hearing you, I'm more worried about cyber attacks from China and other countries and Russia than I am about air attacks, because it's, it could totally break down our entire economic
0: system, right? Yes, and, and here's what makes it. And I'm not trying to be a purveyor of doom and gloom, right? No, but I'm I an think, engineer, right? We have to and think what I, about what to do. What I tell do. people is,
1: yes. you know,
0: what I can tell you is what can be done. Yes. What do we do about it? You know, and and I can tell you what I think we should do. What I can't tell you is number one, why, why would anybody want to do something? I'm not a threat analyst. And I cannot tell you why people aren't doing what I believe to be the right thing.
1: Well, you know, a lot of it is cost, right? I mean, when when we talk about you were saying these, these systems were not built with security in mind. Okay, now we talk about the Federal Trade Commission talks about. Privacy by design, security by design, where you build into the architecture of the product or the technology, all the security. But you said that didn't happen. So to add on to an old system, it would seem like it would be very costly. Is that right?
0: Well, not only would it be costly, in many cases, it's not possible. Oh. See, this is something that also people don't seem, you know, they don't really get. These are old systems, in a sense, with old, very, very computer resource limiting processors, et cetera, because we're talking about what's called purpose-built, in other words, very specifically designed systems. They're not like your computer at home, where they expect you to do you know, go out to the web and do all kinds of things and have all of this horsepower. Right.
1: And and also that we, you know, it sounds like it'd be a closed system, like we can add new software programs, but it doesn't sound like what you're talking about, that you can add all sorts of new programs. Well, you
0: can add, but the problem is, here's the other and where I was going with this. The IT security world lives in an environment where computer resources are simply not a problem. Right. So when they're designing the latest antivirus or the latest encryption program, yeah. they don't think about how much computer resources they're using. And we have had more than a few cases where when you put in the latest version of antivirus or what's called block encryption or whatever on these older systems, it will actually shut them down. Oh, my goodness. So the issue, this is why you you kind of asked about control system cybersecurity. Why are we talking about it? Because it's not the same as IT, and you cannot treat it the same, and the impacts are totally different in IT if you have a denial of service you have data that doesn't get to you or you get the blue screen of death or you know it's 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 very very um frustrating right but that's you know that's that's where it, where it's coming from and it, and it also could be very it could be worse you know somebody could steal your identity etc but Physically, you're okay, and physically, things, you know, things are okay. And, and also, generally, you're aware when you were hacked. Right, okay? right, right. Now, with industrial control systems...
1: And again, guys, if you're listening to this, he's talking about a lot of the stuff of our infrastructure, which for everyday human consumers here, we're talking about the water system, the electric gas, all the things, you know, transportation, all these things that we just take for granted every day. Okay, so I just wanted to make sure everybody understands what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, and so what happens, our version of a denial of service is that the main coolant pumps in a nuclear plant don't work. And by the way, that's already happened here in the United States. Okay, It is where a natural gas pipeline ruptures and kills eight people, mm. and that happened in San Bruno. What we're talking about in the industrial control system world is when you have a denial of service, it's a denial of a process being able to work the way the process is supposed to work. And so, when we talk about a problem in the industrial control systems world, you're talking about loss of power, you're talking about... Loss of water. Loss of... good. You know, the, the funny part is the loss of data, you know, the privacy part, in fact, I'll get to this. Because you're coming from the
1: privacy world. Well, we can get to that when we talk about the smart grid, because I think a lot of people don't even know about that.
0: Right. Okay. So anyways, where I'm coming from on all of this is, in our world, we worry about physics, the process being able to work. And our worst fears are like with a Stuxnet. Stuxnet was basically a weapon that was designed to actually cause destruction of equipment. Oh, gosh. What Stuxnet was, was essentially an electronic bomb. Hmm. So what they did with that is they completely destroyed the centrifuges in, you know, the uranium enrichment plant in Iran. Wow. And they destroyed them just the same way you would destroy a centrifuge here with a bomb. Yes. Okay? And, and the concern is that what Stuxnet did until Stuxnet came along, People really didn't understand or appreciate that cyber could be effectively a lethal weapon. Yes. Now the, and, 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 and again, I'm not trying to be a fearmonger. I'm strictly, I'm an engineer telling you what absolutely can and has happened. And Stuxnet... Yes. or a Stuxnet type of situation occur here, the answer is absolutely.
1: And let's talk a little bit about the smart grid, because I think a lot of people are just oblivious to what's going on. You know, all over the country, people are getting smart meters, and um, I wouldn't let them actually put the smart meter on. In my house, I'm the only one in my neighborhood, and that was because they couldn't tell me how they were going to protect my privacy. So I'm sure they're going to put it on sometime. But most people are, don't even know what that whole smart grid is and what the concerns are for privacy and especially security, which is your expertise.
0: So let's talk about what is the smart grid and what's going on. It's, it's a great question, and, and, and the reason what you bring up is so important is if you ask people the definition of smart grid, there really isn't one. What most people think smart grid is are the smart meters in your house and trying to make your fridge and your washing machine smart so you can remotely set them or turn them on or off. Okay. Right. Or they'll tell you
1: what's missing, what you need to buy. If you, buy, you need to buy milk or eggs, <laughs> that's what they think that that's going to do in your refrigerator.
0: <laughs> A lot yeah. of people think that. I can't believe it. Yeah. But the, the point being, what that is, is really smart home. Yes. What is missing in my part of the, por- of, of the world is the grid itself. Yes. What smart grid is supposed to do, that you know if you will, this global picture of what people wanted was to be able to better understand and control, if you will, the consumer's behavior so that you could then use that behavior in terms of controlling the actual electric grid itself and the plants that are in the grid. That was the whole reason for this, right. okay?
1: And so, and, so and and in the, the, other words...
0: What was behind this was... Well, let's stop
1: for a second. So that meant, like, if, if uh, let's say, in Texas, they were using a lot of uh, air conditioning and it was cooler in California, they could divert some of the electric or some of the power to to Texas so they wouldn't have a blackout.
0: Was that kind of like the idea? Part of it, it was also the fact that There's this thing called peak use. You know, what happens at 4 in the afternoon or 10 in the morning, whatever. Okay? And the point is you have to build power plants and build substations to be able to meet the peak use.
1: And you know what they're using it for now? Now I'm getting bills and saying, you use too much during this time.
0: So if you use this electricity. And, yeah. and, and, and then, where I'm coming from yeah. in all of this is, yeah. if you think about it, what this was all about to start with was a means of trying to minimize having to build more plants or more substations. Uh-huh. Because if you could control the peak, that's what all of this came from originally. Okay? If you could control the peak then you wouldn't have to build more plants or more substations.
1: And now they're using it, though, to charge more. I they're, am not
0: going to go into that. I'm, I'm just gonna stay telling you. I'm an engineer on cybersecurity. <laughs> but
1: I'm telling you as a consumer I'm, I'm, how a, they, I'm a homeowner <laughs> also, okay? <laughs> okay, I just wanted to tell you that that's, that is, you know, one, when they discovered that they could do that,
0: they could charge I, more. And like I say, I'm a <laughs> homeowner also, but I want to stay on... Yeah, on you know, cybersecurity. Cyber I'm right. not, I wouldn't argue with what you're saying. Right, and but I'm that's not gonna... For a different time. Okay, <laughs> okay. but I just but, wanted to
1: throw that in there yeah, so people where, get where, it. Yeah. Where,
0: where this does get interesting, too, is that industrial control systems really care about reliability and safety, they don't care about privacy. Right. The only time where control systems get brought into the privacy area is with the smart grid
1: because of the meters. And what they're collecting, the kind of information and that they're collecting. And the point
0: that drags us in on the control system side yeah. are the meters are ultimately connected. Yes. Before smart grid, this is, again, another thing about why is... Why are control systems different than IT? IT is worried about privacy. Encryption is absolutely critical because you're worried about privacy. Except for the smart grid, the meters of the smart grid, except for that. We don't care about confidentiality or privacy. Because the signal that was sent from point A to point B is going to get there in milliseconds. And it's gone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who cares if you see that the temperature at this point in time was 783 degrees Fahrenheit?
1: The, the, the concern, and you could tell me if this is a legitimate concern, if somebody captures, if somebody attacks this and gets information uh, and, you know somehow about one my electric bill is my electric is not being used and they would know that i'm not
0: home and that that's would... a separate issue okay. again I, again this is this is why privacy is important with the meters yes okay and that's and where i'm trying to make here's if i i ironically um Well, I know we're talking about security. Right, and And here's what I was going to bring up. Um, Believe it was the 18th, there was a meeting in Santa Clara, and ostensibly it was on Smart Grid. Um, Though what it really was, was a meeting on this thing called Green Thumb. In other words, this was a meeting because the utilities are now able to provide consumers the information on their personal electric use. Yes. And what I found so interesting, I mean, they had a uh, Anish Chopra, you know, the the uh Obama administration's chief tech technology officer there. I mean, all of these people and the point being there wasn't one word at that conference mentioned about the grid itself not one word amazing not one everything was focused on the consumer being able to get access to his electric or her electric information in order to make a choice
1: well we're not we don't have a lot of time i want to focus on one other question here because we've only got about another minute and a half, two minutes hearing all this stuff about how we could basically have a Pearl Harbor of, of, of a, a cyber attack. What can we do? What should we as consumers do? Should we write to our legislators? Just give us a couple things that we can do. I know you have a lot of myths in this book about what, what really isn't safe, but Just give us maybe one or two things that we can do to
0: actually bring this to the forefront. Let me just start off with this. There have already been more than 200 actual control system cyber incidents to date. Right. In the U.S. alone, we've had four that have killed people. We've already had three major, major electric outages that were cyber related. We've already had two nuclear plants shut down from full power because of cyber. As a consumer, yes. What can I do? There's almost nothing you can do other than to write your congressman or or, or senator and basically say you're concerned that they're not doing enough or the right things, because we're talking about equipment that you have nothing to do with. You don't buy turbines. You don't buy heat exchangers. You don't buy transformers, you know, that go into, you know, major equipment. The only place you buy them is on your rate, you know, when you pay your electric bill.
1: Joe, we are just about out of time. So what I'm going to suggest, and this is kind of off the cuff here, is that you prepare a letter and put it on your website. And then my my audience and I can go to that website and take that letter and turn it into a letter of our own to send to our senators and our Congress people. Because I think you are right. We we are not direct, con, you know, directly involved, except that we are consumers that could lose everything uh, if the smart grid goes down or whatever. So please do that. And I just want you to give your website so people can go to that.
0: My corporate website, which deals with with my, if you will, consulting efforts is www.realtimeacs.com. Okay. So that's what we're going to send people. I got to go. You
1: are wonderful. And we will have you back again to talk more. There's so much more to talk about. Thank you so much, Joe Weiss. You've been listening to KUCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine and KUCI.org on the net. I'm Mari Frank. Join us every Monday morning at 8 a.m. right here on KUCI and visit our website at KUCI.org slash privacy piracy and write us emails about what's important to you about privacy and security in the information age. Stay private.
0: The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management or the UC Board of Regents.